Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, I guess slash Jared's Gab TV channel. Mm-hmm. So, what do you I'll call put, that? I'll put it on Gab. It's just okay. the Shepherd's Creek Gab channel. Okay. So... Welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. I'm glad you're joining me this morning. I'm glad to be here. Um, so I've been wanting to do a podcast for a little while on caring for the sick because we have been sick basically since Thanksgiving. Pretty much house. on or off. In our house. We have had two or three different viruses and it's just been one person after the other. Like I lost my voice completely. You, yeah, that was, that was between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. You completely lost your voice like... It sounded like a chipmunk. It was bad. It was really weird. When was that? I think that was between Thanksgiving and Christmas because it was when we were in Gatlinburg. That's right. <laughs> that was weird. Thankfully, I didn't. Pre- I couldn't have preached. I couldn't talk at yeah. all. Didn't do um, any recording. So that was weird. Yeah, I had like a cold that lasted for three solid weeks and two days. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then we had some. Yeah, it's just been one person after the other. Like one person would be sick for a week, and then they'd get better, and then the next person would get sick for a week, and then they'd get better, and it was just. And we've been pounding so our vitamin D gum, or not gummies, the loogies, vitamin and everything. C. Vitamin okay. C. He calls loogies liposomal vitamin C. Yeah. Because they're in like a little squeeze pouch and a little blob of vitamin it C just, comes it, out. So. It feels like a loogie, but it doesn't taste like one, which yeah, is good. Yeah, you just have to shoot it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you'll get to that here in a I probably bit. might. So, anyways, I wanted to talk about caring for the sick because it can be, in my opinion, one of the more challenging things to do as a mother um, because you often get sick too, but then you don't get to just go to bed usually. Mm-hmm. It's usually keep caring for the sick as you don't feel good. And that is a um, quite self-denying thing to do. So I just wanted to give some encouragement to mothers and I guess anybody out there since mm-hmm. it's going to be on TV too. And I will say that Jordan is a whole lot better at caring for the sick than I am. <laughs> I try my best, but she anticipates needs very well. And I have to be told needs. Mm-hmm. And that's a difficult, so it's a learning process for yeah. sure. Yeah, so. But you do a great job of Thank you. Um, anticipating needs and then meeting those needs. Thanks. Um, I don't feel like I've always been that way, but God has helped me over the years to kind of, well, find good resources, which is important um, in learning to care for the sick. And then um, also just, you know, getting the mindset of what are, what's everybody going to need. So first I'm going to talk about, um, I think when you are sick and having to care for other people, it's important to remember that a cheerful heart is good medicine. That's Proverbs 17:22, And um, you, can, you can tackle... Can you sing the song? A cheerful heart is good medicine, good medicine. <laughs> That's from our homeschool <laughs> yeah. CD. Yeah, the boys learn that, <laughs> I, I think, in preschool. When they hear Proverbs 17:22, I think it is. That's what I think of. Yeah, so um, you can tackle caring for others while you're sick or just sickness yourself in one of a couple of ways. You can have a giant pity party where you feel even worse about what's going on or you can have a cheerful heart and that can be good medicine, scripture says. And I am a giant testimony of this because, so whenever I had Providence, I had a lot of complications and ended up being in the hospital for a while and it was extremely painful. Um, Long story short, I had kidney stones while having Providence um, it was just really painful and terrible. It's like a story of folklore now it by is. the nurses. We it went is. in one time and they, they said, oh my goodness, you're that girl? Yeah. So um, that's a story for another podcast though. But um, 
the whole time I was in the hospital, like that little song just kept playing through my head, a cheerful heart is good medicine. And um, God really helped me to have peace and contentment through a lot of difficulty and pain and um, just hardship in my physical body. So I am a firm believer that God's word is true and a cheerful heart is good medicine. So mm-hmm. remember in those days where you are not feeling good, that a cheerful heart is can help lift your spirits instead of being discontent and just feeling sorry for yourself, which will dry your bones. So, mm-hmm. so keep a cheerful heart. And then the second thing is Philippians 4. Can I say one thing real yes, quick? Yes, please. Obedience typically leads to more obedience. Sin leads to more sin. Cheerfulness is like that. Attitude is like that. that so you is can very you true. can really perpetuate a loathing attitude toward life about anything if you're loathing life. Mm-hmm. And the more you find critical in this moment mm-hmm. or in a moment of pain, you know that can build on itself and be mm-hmm. perpetuated. Where all of a sudden you're in this, you know, complaining, angry pit, and you don't know how to get yourself out. Yeah. And if you don't know, you cannot complain yourself out of complaining. So there has very to be a, a spirit-led decision. To say, you know, there's, there's, I'm going to be cheerful. I'm going to yeah. have a good attitude. I'm going to have, and this isn't just like, you know, positivity, pipe dream, wishful thinking mm-hmm. thing. This is biblical principles in practice to where you can actually turn the corner and be grateful for anything that you can be yeah. grateful for and get yourself out of that pit with the Lord's help. Yeah. So just a thought. Yeah. Um, and then in Philippians 4. Paul says, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You are indeed concerned for me, but you have had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned that in whatever situation that I am to be content, I know how to be brought low and how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. So you get to this, and in my mind, I'm like, Lord, teach me teach me what is the secret of being content Paul through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit what is the secret of being content and he says I can do all things through him who strengthens me so um, one thing that we say to the boys whenever we're sick we pray that God would heal us but we say God will either heal us or he will make us strong um, and that is uh, the secret of being content is that we know that God will make us strong through all circumstances so um, what circumstance are you in with your family? Are you facing the stomach bug? <laughs> and you're like, this is not the best week for this to happen. It's someone's birthday or um, we have this to do or we were supposed to go on a trip this week. How can we be content? Well, we know that God will give us strength to do that. So relying on his strength, leaning into him, not on our own abilities or our own muster upness. But um, I like that word. Thanks. But um, being content in all circumstances, how to abound and how to be brought low. Be content. Have a cheerful heart. And then I wanted to say a few like practical things that we do in our house whenever people are sick. So like you said, being prepared. So like today, think about if everyone in my house got the stomach bug, what would we need? If everyone in my house got the flu, what would we need? If everyone in my house got a respiratory illness, what would we need? Um, if everyone in my house got stung by a bee, what would we need? Um, just think about like common things that could happen to your family and what would you need to have on hand so that nobody has to run to the store in the middle of the night. Um, you don't have to be like frantically panicking because you don't have um, cough medicine or whatever yeah. you might need. So Can think I say of, something on that yeah. too? Isn't it the worst when you feel terrible and then you realize, oh my gosh, I've got to go to the store. Yes. I've got to go get something. <laughs> the whole family's down and i got to go get Exeteran or yeah. i got to go get you know, cough medicine or baby ibuprofen or, or whatever yeah, it may be. Like? So having that 
you know, cupboard or apothecary or your medicine cabinet filled mm -hmm. up with whatever you need and being prepared for that. It's like a guy who needs the tow rope and jumper cables mm -hmm. and you're out and you don't have your jumper cables and yeah. you have to get somebody to help your wife because you can't. Yeah. That would be very embarrassing. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. <laughs> so, um, so we like to do a lot of natural medicine and homeopathy and things like that in our house. So, um, first of all is having a good resource for that. So, man, I keep seeing this weird piece of hair in myself. So, uh, all, all the people listening on audio are like, I can't see that weird <laughs> piece of hair. I don't usually do video. So this go is subscribe to the Gab channel me. and you can watch this. Um, so, uh, having a good resource on hand, I like the be your own doctor, be your own pediatrician, backyard pharmacy. What is her name? Susan. I need your phone to Google. Okay. Google be your own doctor. Real quick. Be your own doctor. Um, keep going. So I like her books. They're very user friendly. Um, and she has lots of great information. She has recipes in the back of how to make your own garlic salve or um, whatever it may be. So Rachel Weaver. Rachel Weaver. Yeah. Sorry. And there's be your own doctor too. Yeah. She has like three or four, I think. Um, but they're all really good. I have the. Because honestly, at this stage in life. Pediatrician one. Sorry. At this stage yeah. in, in our world. I think the distrust in the medical establishment mm -hmm. is at an all-time high. And you can't know what is true and what is false, what is right, what is wrong. Yeah. So being able to have good handles, we have these resources. Not, Jordan's not been to medical school. No. But you can get a good handle on what to do on basic things yeah. through just studying and, and, and learning what other people are studying and learning what other people have studied and learned. And so you can really cover a lot of ground. And I think our society makes you want to believe that only experts can handle everything. So like, oh, my kid has a fever. I have to take him to the doctor immediately because I don't know what to do for a fever. Or my kid has a cough or my kid's ears hurt or whatever it may be. Um, and you feel, they want you to feel completely helpless and like you have to go to the doctor the second that that happens. But the truth is like for the history of the world, moms and dads have been taking care of kids with earaches. So um, we don't have to panic, be prepared, not panicked. Right. So um, having good resources, there are a few things that I have the ingredients for at all times. Um, one of them is cough elixir. I always have stuff to make a cough elixir in case someone gets a cough. She's always got the elixirs, tonics, and tinctures. <laughs> One day I was feeling discouraged and Jared was like, you're doing a great job. You always have elixirs, tonics, tinctures for us. <laughs> and I said something else that made no sense that we'll leave out. <laughs> anyways that was a funny encouragement that he gave me one day um and then i always have on hand immune boosting things some of those that i always do are garlic like i will roast a whole head of garlic <laughs> i I'll, he's laughing because i also make the garlic salve which i rub on our children and we laugh about how when they're adults and they're gonna be like am i just remembering this wrong or did we always smell like garlic when we were sick valor is just like me oh, he does yes, not like it. the the touch or the feel of this garlic salve yeah and jordan rubs us on our backs and we're both like yeah. Like, it's no. fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Chill yeah. out. Okay. Um, I also have echinacea drops that I do for the kids, um, or echinacea teas, vitamin C and D. Um, we do, we do bioba powder, which is really high in vitamin C and is like an amazing superfood. You can get it in a powdered form and mix it in drinks. Um, we also do like a good probiotic. Um, so immune bo boosting things are good to have on hand. Um, I also have on hand things that can be a comfort or a help whenever you're sick. One of those being Epsom salts. Um, I am a big believer in Epsom salt baths um, when you're sick. I feel like it is a huge um, relaxer for the body because of the magnesium that is in it. Um, and then it also, magnesium is good for you when you're sick. Um, 
but also it can like draw toxins if you add things <coughs> like bennett you can do a detox bath that is like bennett clay absence apple cider vinegar and epsom salts um and that can be really comforting and healing if you like to use essential oils what ones would you like to have on hand when someone's sick um also just having a heating pad herbal teas are great um when someone has a sore throat just having that and with some some manuka honey um can be really healing um and also just very comforting so what are things that are comforting to your family when they're sick Um, do you have certain foods that you like to eat um do you have a cozy basement um also a huge thing when you're sick is having nourishing foods um so uh learning when you're not sick how to cook a easy nourishing meal like cooking a whole chicken that is honestly not hard at all. It's something that can be done a variety of different ways from the Instapot to the Crock-Pot to just roasting it in the oven. That is like super easy meal that you can be one pot, like throw carrots and potatoes and onions in with a whole chicken with a bunch of seasonings. And um, that is like a nourishing meal that is easy. And then you can throw that chicken carcass in the Crock-Pot with water and some vegetable scraps and make a nourishing broth for when everyone um, can sip on broth. bone broth is very good for you when you're sick. So anyways, just mentally preparing when you're not sick for when you are sick. I think that is really important. Also, I think it's an aspect of loving your husband and children, which Titus Sue, older women are teaching the younger women. And part of what you're doing right now is teaching as well. Ladies to be prepared. Preparedness is a great way to love in advance. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking, well, I do a really good job of taking care of people in the moment, but you can also have the foresight to say, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to love my family by being prepared. And this is a good challenge for men as well. What can you be prepared for in the future that you need to be prepared for to be able to love your family in advance? So I I think you do, again, a really good job just to to plug your homemaking abilities. It's a part of loving your husband and children. Yes, absolutely. Um, Another thing I thought of with preparedness is I always keep Pedialyte popsicles in the back of our fridge just tucked back there because inevitably everyone pukes at midnight. I don't know why, don't but know that why. is true. And people get seem to get sick to where you're in thinking. The of the night. Yeah, well, I think at nighttime too, because your mind is already thinking on. It's kind of weird <laughs> at nighttime, but for some reason, when somebody's sick at night, you immediately think, "Oh my gosh, we've got to go to the ER." <laughs> right, and you start to feel like this is more serious than what it yeah. probably would be in the light of day. Right. So just having Pedialyte popsicles on hand in case you're concerned of anybody getting dehydrated—that's a great thing to have. Um, but yes, this is an aspect of loving your husband and children. Um, and then, you know, I also thought about recently, whenever we were sick, um, Jesus saying, when you're taking care of the least of these, you're taking care of me. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a way that we serve the Lord is we take care of the people in our family. Um, this is being obedient to God when we take care of our family and we do it with all joy and smiling and not, uh, why did you puke on the couch? No, we smile and we take care of them and we love on them and we give them compassion. Um, so. Well, I I think, think I think. Also in this, most women, not all, are really savvy at being able to, to think through, like what we talked about at the very beginning, needs, anticipate what's what needs to be done. Where guys are generally one track, and you know, Michael Foster talks about learning for men, learning to think in women, you know, think women. So you know, he, the example he gave is a wife will say, boy, it's really cold in here. And what she means is, will you get me a blanket or turn the heat up two degrees? Mm-hmm. That's what she means. Rather than just being direct and saying, turn the heat up two degrees, she'll say something right. like that. And she's expecting that we're able to anticipate what needs to be done, where the guy's like, 
you know, I remember one time we were sitting on the couch and Jordan was like, gosh, I have a headache. And I was like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. That's a bummer. And then we just kept watching the show. And then like three minutes later, she said, hey, honey, can you go get me some ibuprofen? <laughs> like, oh, like, okay, that, that's what I should have done earlier. And I think most women are built in this nurturing way. And it's a part of how God has made us. And, and you can really see this in just with the, the natural ways that God has built men and women to where ladies are really good at taking care of needs around them and recognizing those needs where guys are like, you know, I, I really need to, uh, to do this or to do that, or I've got this to do or that to do. And so I think, you know, ladies, you're built for this. And as you learn this, you're going to see that come alive. And you may think, well, I'm not naturally wired this way. Well, as you begin to step into this kind of stuff, then you realize, man, God has gifted me for this. Mm -hmm. And it's just a part of who he has made me as a woman. And so growing that, learning that. Yeah. I think that's all that I had for today on this. Um, just pray that the Lord would help you to see the needs of others, to be joyful in your service to them. And then also I was thinking, Lexi and I both have those um, natural healing courses or that we recorded, the mm -hmm. Titus II class that we did here in Carbondale, and then she did a, a one on natural healing in Ogden too this is that fall. Released? So no, we the plan for those is that we're going to eventually open like a back end to the Fruitful and Fearless website, like a um, Patreon situation. Like a, yeah, a subscription. So uh, those, were, those are going to be like little bonuses that we put out if you decide to be a Patreon one day. So um, be on the lookout for those. I'll announce whenever that's open. And Fruitful, just a little plug here. Keep, you know, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast and then leave a rating and review. Because even though Lexi has transitioned where she's not going to be on regularly, there is a lot of content that Jordan's going to continue to put out and interview yeah, different ladies. Yeah, we have some cool interviews lined up that are going to be coming out. So, And then Jared's going to hop on, me, on with me occasionally. <laughs> did you say hop on you? I did. <laughs> Let's I'll hop on you it. occasionally as well. <laughs> okay, I think we should be done now. Okay. I mean, Thanks for listening, everyone.